today, we are here to celebrate a lot of hard work. And I want to personally thank the legislature for their commitment uh, to, to being pro-life and protecting the life of the unborn in Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt. A little bit earlier today, uh, held a news conference after the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court this evening. Uh, they did that this morning. It's the top story across the nation this evening, the U.S. Supreme Court making that historic decision. It was the 1973 opinion that protected abortion rights in the U.S. Among uh, the many Oklahoma elected officials celebrating today, along with Governor Kevin Stitt, is Attorney General John O'Connor. Now, um, keep in mind, as we go throughout the hour, we're going to hear both sides of the argument here, both sides of uh, both opinions. So if you'd like to weigh in, hit that open mic on the KRMG app. We start with uh, Attorney General John O'Connor, who joins us on the KRMG Evening News. Uh, now, you've been working at this for some time. I was just looking through some of the history, and it was last summer, just days after you were appointed Attorney General, when you filed that amicus brief urging the Supreme Court in this case, the Dobbs case, to overturn Roe and, and that 1992 case, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which upheld Roe. So this must be a big day for you. What are your thoughts today as Roe v. Wade is struck down? Well, thank you, Skylar, for having me. Um, this, this is a landmark day. I mean, this is a once-in-a-generation day for um, Americans. When you think that we have uh, lost over 60 million children in America since the Roe decision in 1973 uh, legalized abortion. So I can't imagine a more momentous decision than this one uh, in that it will save lives. It's also a great decision, Skylar, for those people. Let's say you have people who are uh, pro-abortion, but this is a great decision for them in the sense of democracy, because what this uh, Supreme Court said was that the Constitution makes no reference to abortion. And there's no right implicitly protected by any constitutional provision to an abortion. So they, they basically are saying, and this is the quote, it's time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. So um, instead of it being some justices who are uh, not elected by the people and who are appointed for life, making massive policy decisions for the people of America, this decision returns it to the people in the 50 states. And the 50 states then, uh, through their elective representatives and their governors, can, can implement the laws that the people in that state determine they want. Let's go on that front and talk about Oklahoma and what this means for Oklahoma. The legislature has passed a handful of laws in recent months, I think three most recently, uh, banning abortion in, in different ways in Oklahoma. So tell me now, after today's decision, how these trigger laws work, and is there an immediate implication for Oklahoma today? There absolutely is an immediate implication. So Oklahoma, the legislature of Oklahoma and the people of Oklahoma are the most uh, pro-life people, and this is the most pro-life state in the United States. So, so uh, our legislature passed, and the governor signed some important bills ban banning abortions from the moment of conception, except to save the life of the mother. But standing in the way of those bills was uh, the Roe versus Wade decision, and so now what's happened is. The, uh, the United States Supreme Court has removed Roe versus Wade 
and it no longer uh, interrupts and negates the laws passed by the legislature of Oklahoma and signed by the governor. So the issue is now not resolved by the United States Constitution. It is in the people's hands now. Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor on the KRMG Evening News. Now, there is, of course, another side to this. Millions of Americans believe women should have the right to abortion. Emily Wales is the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood Great Plains, Greater Plains, which serves Arkansas right here in Oklahoma and Kansas and western Missouri. Her thoughts this evening. We knew this moment was coming, but the impact of today's opinion, erasing nearly 50 years of constitutional protections for abortion, is beyond devastating. In the region we serve, people in Arkansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma have fewer constitutional rights today than they did yesterday. Our patients, our team members, and our loved ones no longer have the right to bodily autonomy, the right to make extremely personal medical decisions. This morning, our team members told patients scheduled for care in Arkansas that they could not be seen. Instead, those patients now must figure out their next steps, whether that's fleeing their home state and communities for care, attempting to terminate their pregnancies without medical support, or continuing pregnancies against their will. This comes only weeks after Oklahoma passed the first total ban on abortion since 1973, and in, wake of, in the wake of restrictions that made care inaccessible for the vast majority of Missourians. State-by-state state bans on abortion will worsen structural racism and disproportionately harm low-income and rural communities. Kansas now stands as the only state in our region that protects the legal right to an abortion for any one of the many reasons patients seek this care. This right is based on a, sing a single fact. People know their lives and their bodies better than the politicians who now control medical care in many other states. Kansas's state constitutional protection is under threat, and Kansans have a unique opportunity in this moment to push back on government mandates and on interfering with person, people's personal lives. We are receiving so many questions today. What can I do? The answer is Kansas. If you are a Kansan, educate yourself about what is at stake and vote on August 2nd. There are many ways to help ensure that Kansans know how deeply important this vote is. In this dreadful moment in American history, Planned Parenthood Great Plains doors are still open and we will stay open. We will provide sexual and reproductive care today, tomorrow, and for years to come. Our services may be forced to change due to cruel bans on abortion care, but our commitment to our patients will never change. At Planned Parenthood, we continue to trust and believe our patients, even when the Supreme Court of the United States does not. That is Emily Wales, President and CEO of Planned Parenthood Great Plains.